album concept hour. The album concept hour. It's the album concept hour. There is also Cowboy Bebop of it all, so you know we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, and we I, we can talk um, about it on record instead. Yeah. But I wasn't sure how much of y'all were familiar with the show as well as the so album. So you you're familiar blind. with. Are you familiar with Cowboy Bebop, Dave? Uh, I think I just assumed a, a for good, some reason. A decent chunk. We start. Yeah. I, so so we're at, we're at different levels right now. I think okay. Dave is, is familiar a, with a decent chunk of the cartoon. Yeah. We watched the I watched the live action with my wife. Yeah. Um, I remember like clips when I was when I first aired like in two thousand. Oh, I'm trying to remember oh you're first, talking about the first uh, the, the first cartoon, two thousand one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I remember that's, watching that like yeah. just being in the background, like my, my old apartment. That's and stuff. about my familiarity. Yeah. I never like yeah. sat down like watch episode per episode, so, but like I guess, yeah. I got into it later. Yeah. You know, I we're just gonna it. we're gonna start here. It, actually, this is gonna be in, in it because okay, I, didn't is, wanna, I was gonna I didn't ask you guys. No, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. Um, and so uh, yeah, because I wanted to ask you guys this at the beginning too, like because I know I I've watched them all, you know. Uh, the series probably a couple times, and then the episodes I really like a bunch of times. Okay, we were but, on similar levels probably then. Yeah, so I was gonna say so. So in order to kick off this podcast, then um, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, record your audacity. I, I oh yeah, tell me when to start. Um, we are starting. Okay. Uh, sometimes I just roll into it. You know, that's just sometimes we just roll into sometimes it. You know, we're just talking and <laughs> just hey, a just hit record. It just it just um, kind of hits home. <laughs> um, but uh, we're going. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So you 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 heard another voice. Uh, I'm Brad. You heard. Uh, Dave and John talking about their experiences yep. with Cowboy Bebop, their various experiences. And uh, you're probably wondering, why are we talking about Cowboy Bebop? Uh, well, it's because we're finally talking about the Cowboy Bebop original soundtrack uh, by Kano Yoko and the Seatbelts, or the Seatbelts featuring Kano Yoko. I don't know how they want to, you know, how, what the the proper, uh, 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 I don't know. What came goes, first? What came first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, we have a guest here that is going to be uh, helping us talk about some Cowboy Bebop original soundtrack. Uh, this is someone that is uh, all over the the podcasting world uh, in the last couple of years, hailing from Seattle. Uh, we have Robert Persinger. And uh, did, did I say that right, Persinger? Correct, um, yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, so so uh, um, before I even get, get into the Cowboy Bebop stuff, um, what are a couple of those those podcasts that you've been uh, 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 so graced to work on during the pandemic? <laughs> I've uh, thank you. Yeah, I've been um, I've been a part of uh, the Doughboys podcast, which is maybe the, mm -hmm. the one of the bigger podcasts out there. That's that's, for, that's, uh, that's yeah. No, audience. seriously, that's I know. I, I don't know <laughs> if you guys have heard Doughboys, but it's definitely a big deal out in in uh, uh, various you, places. You I, I'm biased yeah, but yeah. I, because I work for them, but I was a big, I'm a, I was a big fan, became, yeah, a, yeah. became an employee. I remain yeah. on a, a paid employee as a, a Discord mod, but um, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. my roles have changed awesome. and whatnot, but it's a, well, it was and, good and stuff. And a, one of the guys you've probably seen on movies, if I were to point him out, you know what I mean? Um, so there's like, uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll maybe show you guys a few clips of, of some of the guy, the, the, the guys from Doughboys. Um, I'm like the big podcast nerd of the three. Well, the sure. earwolf nerd of the three and so mm -hmm. like whenever i you know i talk about earwolf stuff from time to time but mm -hmm. uh just time to they time. don't have much context <laughs> when i when i mention it um but yeah doughboys um, excellent though podcast and uh i'm i'm yeah that's must be amazing to have uh, been asked to be brought on uh for a while was it yeah, for a while or are you still working with them 
So we're just not the same capacity. I used to be associate mm-hmm. producer. I'm just, uh, just you know, yeah. I'm still on the payroll, as it were. Ah, but yes, um, yes, yes. now I've, I'm on uh, Hollywood Handbook and the Flagrant Ones, Sean and Hayes. Yeah, those yeah. men. Um, those, which is, those uh, men. Yep, yep. Yes, the boys. And it's really great. And I've, I, they're, they're also now on the same. Um, I can't get away from them both. Uh, my, all my bosses are in the same. Uh, uh, podcast studio now, Headgum. Ah, uh, so, yes, uh, they're, they're, they're all they're congregating the at Headgum these days. They all are. of those, uh, all those random podcast weirdos are getting together. Hey, it's good stuff. <laughs> I love it's it. A, it's a renaissance. <laughs> yeah, once I never, again. never thought I'd see. I never thought I'd see the day where Hollywood Handbook was in the same studio as the Doughboys. That's <laughs> that's a timeline I didn't see. What a time to future. live in. Yeah, what a yeah. time. What a time to be alive. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah. So uh, uh, to put you into context for our listeners, um, Kevin Bartelt is your boss. Uh, uh, I was when I was first messaging with you back and forth uh, when you said Kevin Bartelt is my or you said, oh, that yeah, that's my boss. I thought you were joking at first because yeah. I was like, oh, is it? Really? <laughs> this guy's this guy's also connected to Kevin? And then um, I was like, you know, he's all sort of all of I think you said he's all of our boss. And I was like, no, he's like actually my boss though. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause but um yeah, yeah. He's he's literally uh, uh, Robert's boss. Um so uh yeah, we 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 thought that we'd get even more of the flagrant family. We've had Asan on, we've had Kevin on, and so I mean, yeah, uh, great stuff. you are our, our latest in the, the flagrant family. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that we're getting on, uh, uh, starting with this, 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 uh, Cowboy Bebop, uh, oh, soundtrack. I'm excited. Um, yeah. so, uh, uh, what is your kind of, um, you know, what's your experience? You, you've heard a little bit of our experience with Cowboy Bebop, but what is your experience with the anime known as Cowboy Bebop? Well, uh, I probably got into anime when I was like younger and it was a similar thing to a lot of kids my yeah. age where, um, uh, now I can't remember the name of the company that would kind of like translate videos and bring them over, but like Ninja Scroll mm, and yeah. Ghost in the Shell and a few, it had like the flaming logo in the beginning, yes. but, um, yeah. you know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, it, like it, triggered it was, a memory. <laughs> it was such an important like company for like getting something from Japan on VHS yeah. to America and like a dub if you were lucky and subs otherwise. And yeah, just kind of started exposing kids my age to that. And yeah. Toonami on Cartoon Network was a mm. huge one too because they were yeah. a big importer of anime and um, it would recycle a lot, especially Dragon Ball Z, something like that, where we get only so many episodes translated and then it started back over. But Cowboy yeah. Bebop was a huge one for that. And um, I almost never missed it if I could help it. They would do blocks of episodes yeah. and yeah. Um, I've been Late a fan for a, oh, yeah. 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 It felt not only was it a good show, but you felt sneaky staying up mm-hmm. to watch it That's so right <laughs> yeah that was the extra th- this was kind of the the i don't know like there wasn't a whole lot of of stuff on tv at this time uh in the, in 2001 was when this it wasn't quite like Swim. it wasn't this concludes our broadcast day and then the american flag shows up but it was like 
it yeah. got to just be infomercials and just stuff that wasn't exactly. worth watching. After, yeah, after so it midnight, was fun to have that chunk. Yeah. And MTV uh-huh. had a block of programming too, yeah. I think. They had like yeah. liquid television and some other stuff at that. Well, yeah, that. there would be music videos yep. at all the max. hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was that? The head, the max. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, the max. Yeah. Yeah. I knew if I was watching the max that it was getting to be like midnight or later. And I was like, wow, I should go to bed. Yeah, so. I, w- I, I spent many a night at friends' houses because we didn't have cable. Um, so I would be at friends' houses like in the in the wee hours of the morning just watching music videos and and stuff like it was just so there was there was uh this is pre-youtube uh listeners so Mm -hmm. uh you know entertainment was limited um but um this was yeah this was one thing adult swim especially for anyone that was kind of you know a a teen or preteen at that time it was a very formative thing on tv um and uh yeah adding cowboy bebop to the mix of what we already loved about adult swim you know was just you know icing on the cake um and uh, uh were you there in the uh, uh when it first came out or did you catch it on like reruns whenever i why well, I, I that's a great question um because however long it took to first come to uh, Toonami in America like yeah. I want to say I probably watched it when yeah. it first started coming out because I was watching the just yeah. I was watching that programming already I don't know if yeah. there's any way I could have seen a preview I'm trying to well, think there, what would so have come out was, around then I did, I did do some research there was a okay. version of it that came out um, in I think Europe um, before it was in America so because um, it because you know voice it came actors, out though? I don't I don't think it's the same voice actors. It might have just been like a dub situation, but um, oh, okay. I think that um, yeah, there was there was a release of it somewhere else between Japan and here. Like, because ninety eight is when it was released originally, and then two thousand one is when we got it on. Um, That's definitely uh, when I would have seen it. I don't think I would have. Yeah. Because even though I referenced that, like you were, I was seeing some anime through you know yeah. tapes and stuff. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. I would have. I don't. I don't know that I would have seen it prior to its airing on on our, yeah. on television. I think there was already some Dragon Ball Z happening, so um, you oh, know, yeah. we were kind but, of no, primed. We were primed for for the anime, but like this, like Dragon Ball Z was like one thing, but then Cowboy Bebop was such a giant leap forward as far as our anime viewing experience. Mm-hmm. It's you know? so. Ad- adult i mean it still it's, has a yeah, lot of humor adult. too but it, yeah. it's so noir it's so moody it's a yeah. western it's a space opera it's it's, it's just uh beautifully I mean, drawn and fan. animated like yeah. it's got so many fresh ideas like it's something that people are still trying to reach the level of space cowboyness that this show put forth you know mm-hmm. um in just 26 episodes it's, it's a short you know whole run of the whole show is 26 episodes it's, it's yeah really and that's it tight. yeah yeah um and uh you know talking about this i was curious like so you've seen some of the have you seen all of the netflix live action oh yeah we, we saw all that. so what did I, I didn't see the whole thing what did you think of the live action as compared to some of the episodes that you saw so i'll rewind when we started watching because my wife was a fan when it started like when it first yeah. started in america she watched all those episodes yeah yeah i occasionally because it'd be on like usually like after bar time or be like, yeah something else would be on like ah we'll just let's watch this so it'd be something like just in the background while we're doing something so i never uh, really yeah. watched that so i never really took it in yeah yeah i remember it yeah so when we watched the live action like oh this is pretty good yeah i, I enjoyed it then we went back and watched we started the cartoon series or the animated one all the way we got pretty far and i mean i didn't finish it okay 
but yeah. I'm like, I thought they're both pretty good for what they were. Like I, yeah. I didn't dog one. I'm like, no, it was a good version. Like I was, I was impressed by the live. Yeah, I, was say, I saw the first two episodes I and I really liked, especially spike. I thought that they were not spike. Um, jet. Uh, uh, jet, jet was excellent. I think jet, I think was pretty perfect casting. I think, yeah, I don't spike know how they was, got someone so perfect. For yeah. That. And I think spike was pretty good casting. I, uh, I won't, I won't go too hard in on it because I'm obviously a big fan of the anime, but <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, I think, think if you're close, if you're very Faye, close to the material, yeah. it could be difficult. I didn't think Faye was, was super great casting. And then none, these are not a knock on the actors or anything. It's just like, uh-huh. as far as like an adaptation, I think it was just frustrating for me to have someone where like, like I just said, uh, you know, the, uh, I think it was, uh, Mustafa Shakir, I think is his name playing jet where it felt, yeah. it felt ripped out of it he was really evoking that character yeah and then so it was frustrating when there was other characters like or like vicious for example is a very different character in the live action he's doing more he's more pathetic in my opinion and i just did wasn't getting the same vibes as the character in the anime but the character in the anime is also limited in the anime yeah but he's also so mysterious he's very like yeah you know one note villain i'm gonna get my revenge and kill you spike and but that's what's good about him in the anime and this yeah in this one i feel like you got way too much of him and he was too human in a way that was kind of uh took took the teeth out of him a bit but again i won't i was interesting to me because i was talking some with some folks earlier and i said i wonder if anyone watched the netflix one and then you know became aware of or got into the anime after the fact because that's I, it's weird to think about going. Yeah, the opposite yeah, yeah. Direction. That's why I was asking Dave a little bit because, like, that's what you kind of did. It was most. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was aware of it. I've seen a sure. few episodes here and there, but like yeah. for me, it like you know, actually sitting down watching, you know, beginning to end and watching the full like chunk. I feel like I kind of did that. Mm-hmm. There was well, past knowledge, but actually, yeah, it was kind of fun to see like the reverse. And well, I mean, I think one thing I was saying earlier about it is like I don't think that. <sighs> Especially with anime, I don't know if they've they've ever really cracked that nut yet for me with live action. I mean, there's been some good visuals here and there, but yeah, there, I don't know, man. There's it, adi- anime is just so good already as yeah. it is, so it's like really hard to try and one up in any way, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm really trying to think yeah, of a I good example of a great of a really great live ad- action adaptation. Yeah, I don't know. And some of them are very know. human. Like there's there's nothing that like couldn't happen yeah. with real actors, but I think some of the charm yeah. of it is the art style it's, and the nuance yeah, of that. Yeah, the style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need you need we you need someone that is so insanely stylistic uh with their their choices uh uh to make Terry an anime. Gillian-ers. Yeah, yes. Oh my god. Terry Gillian with anime movie would be amazing, honestly. Or like a, uh, a but yeah. Wes Anderson, I think his animated stuff, like the Fantastic uh, Mr. Yeah. Fox, like that's yeah, a good yeah. way to, I feel like that yeah. style works with his vision. Uh, mm-hmm. But, but mm-hmm. anime in some cases feels like it's hard to, it is, it's odd to me because there, there are stories that yeah. you can easily, it's just human characters in a village or, or a, t- a city and they're having relationships yeah. and it feels like you could just yeah. film it and that would be fine. But it's missing yeah. something in most cases, I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that the yeah the fail rate is so high and the success rate is, is so yeah minimal. I mean, it's it's a hard to pull off because you're yeah. trying to take a, a different format and then completely redo it. Yeah. But if you're so used to like the style, you're saying like you're everything that goes into like the anime, like oh yeah. well, now we have a live action. It's like yeah. Well, 
Yeah, right. and I think when they crack that, like it's going to be like an MCU level event, maybe. You know what I mean? When they actually, someone can actually like figure it out. Like I don't know, that'd be really really cool. But yeah, so far again, I don't I don't think I've I've seen a movie or or live action series that's quite like reach. You know that those yeah. levels. I think uh, Akira would be fun to do. A Akira, of, you know, yes, that's been that would be a bounced crazy around for weird years. Fucking, I don't know if, if you're uh, aware of like there was like Leonardo DiCaprio was going to be. Uh, you know, Canada and oh you know, all, and it was going to be Neo Manhattan instead of Tokyo, which I it was also like, it's so much about being in a Tokyo that got it's, bombed yeah, in the future. You can't yeah. change that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I would probably be a pedant about that. I don't know if they're actually going to ever make that happen, but I, I did. I was reminded of maybe Guillermo del Toro maybe could do something that I grotesque. mean, he does the grotesque very well. So the body yeah, horror stuff would he, he come might be through. able to pull off. Yeah, I did yeah, want I, I, I did want to ask you guys something, and I you can cut me off, yeah. and and we can plow ahead if 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 you because I Guardians is I think the recent episode I listened to. Oh yeah, so I yeah, haven't yeah. listened to the last couple other than that, and I was curious. Have yeah. you guys put your thoughts out there on? And we and we can also keep it spoiler free. Again, we can just skip this. Yeah, yeah. But Guardians three, oh. did you enjoy it? And particularly the soundtrack, since that's your your oh, guys' yeah. thing. So uh, I'll let you start, John. <laughs> How do you feel? I I very much enjoyed the movie. Okay. It was difficult. Yeah. I cried. Yeah. yeah. I'll uh-huh. be honest. I uh, it It's an emotional movie. It was, it, it's, it was, it was it's, hard. Uh, it's got you. It gets you by the neck immediately. The, the, <laughs> yeah. the soundtrack yeah. itself I thought was really good actually. It fit most of the material mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. That that the best scene for me was the one where they're flying out in the yellow suits. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. And that was that, that was to that. Cool. What 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 was the song? That whole right sequence was fun. My brain is is skipping right now. I'm not sure. Like I that, haven't seen it again. I know that scene was like that. That was the best, the most resonant, yeah. the most like Guardians for me. Like really melded right to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was mm, it was it was very good. Yeah, I really uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Dave, did you see three yet? I have not. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I we'll, did we'll, watch we'll, the we'll, Guardians. We'll say, we'll say we'll spoiler then. free yeah. then. Yeah. Um, songs I, are played in the movie. Sorry. Songs are played. They, they're they're used as cues. Hot damn. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes change scenes even. Um, Any wipes? <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> wipes. I don't know if they do wipes. Um, but uh, yeah, I really, really, you know, I enjoyed the soundtrack. I thought it was even more maybe more niche than the previous ones. But the movie um, went that direction, which well, no, is course, why I, I, mean, I totally support. I like, that, I like that a few of the choices were not what you would expect listening to the first two soundtracks. It's true. You know? And like you guys commented on it, the end of the second movie has the Zune introduced. So all of a sudden we have a yes. whole extra yes. eras of songs that yeah. can be played. Uh-huh. And even beyond what yeah. I think you guys speculated, which was like maybe into the nineties and it definitely goes into the two thousands and beyond. Oh, that, that, yeah, that ending I was, scene surpri- was I was great. still kind of surprised exactly, though yeah. that it did that. Yeah. And, and so yeah. for me, I, I really love the soundtracks from the first two. And I think I, I also appreciate that there's a time period that they stay between, but I do think yeah. this one goes in new directions in the movie. And also, for that reason, I'm kind of glad they picked yeah. a lot more diversity of songs, too. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't think that it, you know, I, I think I said it in the episode, but, I, you know, I think that the second movie is the perfect use of the soundtrack in Guardians, and I didn't think that they were going to be able to top that. And I don't think that they really did, because it's not weaved into the the story as much. Like, it's so integral to the story of Guardians 2. That's true. You know? 
Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. For this one, it was ju- it was great, and you know, um, probably about as good as one in my eyes, uh, maybe. But like two, I think is maybe yeah. Again, I th- I said in the episode, it was the best. Peak Guardians. I think, yeah. As far as the soundtrack with the 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 scenes goes. The ending thing. with, uh, um, but the ending with the Ravager funeral to... might be the best, one of the better scenes. That, yeah, the that was that scene. Yeah. Mm, that, that scene was, is that was pretty incredible. I, I I still tear up when I see I'm that Mary scene, man. Poppins, y'all. Yeah, it's great stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, anyway, sorry to um, sorry to go off track. I was just curious because no, 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 that yeah. was on no, there. No, it was those those cool. absolutely. Um, but uh, uh, with that, yeah, let's let's move on to to uh, what you guys are all waiting for. You're really waiting for a little little clip from the Cowboy Bebop. And uh, you know where it starts, so you know you're about to hear that sweet, sweet tank. But uh, I do have, uh, I did write this little uh, Nick Weiger esque intro wow. for the episode that I forgot to get to, so I'm just going to use it for the intro of this clip. All right, so um, let's go. Let's all go back to the year 2001. It's early September, and you're in that awkward stage of your life when you don't know who you are or what you like. Soon something happens that will change everything. From a faraway land, something arrives in the United States that will rock its very foundation with an impact that we still feel a generation later. Hold on. Stay. That's right. I'm talking about the premiere of Cowboy Bebop on Adult Swim, September 2nd, 2001. When those first horns hit your ears and you took in the animation style, you knew you were in for a new era of storytelling. And with that, here's the clip I chose. There it is. There's Tank. All right. I want to come, off I want to come in hot on this. <laughs> Coming in hot. I love it. I, I'm not. What do you got? I love anime, but I, I can't pretend that I've seen, you know, a million billion series. This yeah. might be the best intro to an anime series ever. It also might be yeah. one of the best intros yeah. to just a television show ever. It is so. Yeah. It is so good. Yeah. It comes in loud the actual credits yeah, matched up with it. Proud. The silhouettes and everything are just so intense. And yeah. I love, you know, there's a million, there's so many, you know, eighties and nineties shows that have just like really yeah. catchy, great yeah. theme songs. Yeah. But tank is man. It's something else. What a, what a song, yeah. what a way to kick off a series. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, that's, that's part of why I have that in the intro. Like with the first time that those horns hit your ears, like it's just, like what is this? I've never heard this music. I've never heard. I've never seen this sort of style. Like that's not what a kid would just, be growing up. No, nothing would sound like that when you were staying up and watching cartoons. I think we talked about you know staying no, up late. No. Sometimes the blare yeah. of these horns wakes you up, and you're like, oh, Cowboy Bebop's on. Like I'm watching Adult well, yeah, Swim or Toonami or whatever. And yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that, but that's true. That would like that would like startle you up if you did fall asleep watching. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder if that even played in, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, it was just one of those uh, uh, just insanely, instantly iconic uh, uh, stings. And we were, you know, we've talked a lot about you know Power Rangers recently, and like mm-hmm. we were in the era of like that kind of you know, you know, still kind of hard rocky kind of stuff uh, uh, in theme songs. It's, I just remember 
first of all, hearing this the first time. And second of all, hearing the full song the first time mm-hmm. and finding out that it wasn't just a 30 second, 40 second snippet. There yeah. was a full version. And that was one of the things that kind of blew my mind as a kid. Like, the, and that's why I chose this particular clip. This clip is where it the goes off into a, a the, new yeah. section. And I'm like, what? How is this section somehow better than what I've already heard? Like it's uh yeah, and I, I grew up with a lot with a lot of jazz uh, in my family because my brother played jazz trumpet and we had a jazz program at oh, my awesome. high school. Um, so we we never got so, like the my brother never got the group to play tank, but it was always being floated around. I feel that like, I was gonna was, about we to comment. Were, always I feel trying like, to figure it out. I feel like at some point there were schools that ended up incorporating tank into yes. their marching band yes. because it's just yeah. Also, it lets everyone play, right? Like it feels like everyone mm-hmm. has to be blaring and yeah. going. Like no one, no one is really yeah. resting during that song. It's everyone going up. That's true. That's true. Everyone's going balls to the wall. <laughs> And like somehow it works. Like I don't understand. I'd, yeah, it and, still doesn't entirely make. And sense. like you commented, it or it, it feels like a song that I I don't think I was listening. I wasn't listening to like that kind of jazz, that kind of funk when no. I was that age. So that was truly no. like exposure to a new genre in this also in something that you might have also never been exposed to, which is anime and also anime of this yeah. caliber. That's why this yeah. show is just hitting so many marks for well, me. And I think that one of the interesting things about it is uh, I think John was talking about the kind of feedback loop we have with Japan as far as our cultures go. Absolutely. You know, jazz is, you know, an American export. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And then this anime is a Japanese export. And like they're meeting somewhere in the middle to create this cowboy bebop thing which is like yeah yeah really a great fusion of both cultures in a lot of ways. You know, which I think part of the reason it was it was the one that was that broke through. I, I guess with Yoko Kano and the seatbelts, I'm just like, I'm just blown away that this is the like, there's so many disparate kinds of songs to me. It it, it yeah. just feels like, yeah, it's hard for me to imagine that they all, they, they all came together and made all these disparate sort of sounding ones, but it's, it's something else. Well, it, it, this was like the beginning probably of my, you know, kind of going down the rabbit hole of like, you know, anime music and just, you know, the Japanese uh, uh, kind of culture when it comes to music. They just it seems like in Japan, there's just such a large, such a bigger like nationwide respect for jazz and for music um, in general, because like whenever they attempt something like this, it's just so spot on and it's got, you know, all of the the you know markings of like a good jazz record from like the 70s or something sure. from the US you know you could thank the compact disc for that what what do you mean <laughs> when uh CDs came out in the US everyone was selling ditching their record album their collections oh, yeah, and yeah. a good chunk of them were going to Japan oh, mostly jazz people were buying yeah. the collections and sending them back mm-hmm and they started opening up these little coffee shops and they're just yeah. filled with jazz. You go in there, you buy That's a cup fantastic. of coffee and give them a few bucks and you pick a record, they put it on for you. Yeah. So it became yeah. like jazz was a huge thing in Japan. That's <sighs> yeah. awesome. Yeah. I love that cross culture, man. Dude, yeah. That, it's they gave one up of the, our records and they're like, we'll take them. Yeah, we'll take them. We'll, we'll send you guys an anime like in a couple decades. Yeah, That's going years will be good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Trust me, this is a good investment. Send us some jazz and you're not going to yeah, believe yeah. the series we send you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to believe the kind of stuff that we, you see. I don't know. I just did Donald Trump voice. I throw back to the intro. Like The only thing I think they compare that try to do this was um, Archer. 
Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. Archer has yeah. Archer's Archer's intro, intro was pretty solid. It's yeah. kind of the horns and stuff like a that. Very, a very kind of similar yeah, shit, throwback. You're right. I never even thought about that, but you're totally fucking right. It really does kind of rip off Cowboy Bebop Because in the end, bit. like, like, the, yeah. like the, the fall, like, yeah. basically, I think it's like yeah. the splash or the, something going to the like, upper. I can't remember exactly the intro. But yeah, yeah. There's something dropping into the ball, something. I think it's the ball yeah, that falls off. Which kind of was. Like, drop you know, the ball. Huh? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I guess. And it's all sort of James Bondy, you know, the, the horns and the kind yeah. of, you know, yeah. the sort of yeah. the, the bigness of it for the intro. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. True. True. Yeah. 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 A lot of uh, James Bond's. Uh, um, there's actually a song in here where you hear the James Bond like Doo. oh really just for like a measure the I don't know if I got it in a clip I'm not sure if I got it in a well, clip well if you remember but, bring um, it up when we hear it hopefully I, I wrote down a note but um, yeah you guys want to get on to the, the next clip though yeah uh, We'll t- try to put some context to some of these clips, but I don't know if we'll, we'll be able to remember where all of them are in the series I have listed you know? down some of the episodes that they popped up in Okay. Um, okay. And and I have like a site that says kind of when they were popping up. I re- I remember a lot of the times Thank when they you. pop up, but some of them are multiple episodes, so it's you, you'll 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 be, be like, oh, I've heard this a couple times, you know. Because in Genius, someone went through and almost like a like robot just said, like described the scenes that they're in yeah. without any context to anything else. Wow. Like it's it was very strange and not super helpful. Uh, so uh okay, I'll, I'll after anyway, this episode is over i'll go through and i'll, I'll tidy up a little bit if i can <laughs> oh, okay okay thank you thank you uh but uh yeah here is uh track two rush Yeah, yeah. They keep the so they keep the bebop going at least a few tracks before they switch it up, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, uh, this one is uh, you know this one's used a few times in some key scenes. This is like a, a is it in the first episode. It's in the you, first you know episode that? when okay he okay, goes he goes and fights Asimov, the guy who's smuggling yeah. all the red eye, and they have like the fight. Spike is in a poncho and he's kind of he's starting to do his Jeet Kune Do. Such a great intro yeah. to his fighting yeah. style too, because he does that Bruce Lee style. It's so good. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then, then it looks like the like the, it's animated in a way that like the camera looks like it's swooping you know, around. Swinging he's, around. He's keeping his stuff. arms under the poncho yeah. and just kicking at first, and uh-huh. uh, it's uh-huh. it's great stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iconic scene, like because again, like you were saying, you're just getting to know the character, and this is the first time you're seeing him use that. Uh, uh, the Jeet Kune Do is that what's I called? believe that's the style he's he's yeah. mimicking yeah and it's uh, um, yeah the cameras the like you don't realize when watching you know like Dragon Ball Z or you know whatever that the camera's not moving a whole lot in the in the shots mm-hmm. the quote-unquote shot but this one is treated in a very cinematic it, way yeah. swings around another yeah, and just yeah. another hallmark of the show where like it is it's storyboarded and, and and animated in a way that yeah feels cinematic that feels like they're moving a camera around yeah, and stuff yeah. in a lot of scenes so it's another another mark in its favor yeah yeah uh, another reason that you know it's it's like it's so hard to try to to one up the, the the animes you know in a live way sure um 
Because like you could do like a you know CG version of it, but then why would you yeah. honestly for the most and part? And again, it's, it's all hu- it's just humans fighting. It's something you could totally shoot, yeah. but it just wouldn't yeah. have the same effect. Really, it doesn't have the yeah. same flair. Exactly. They do the they it's do anime. Start, you they know? do start with the red eyes story in the live action too, right? That's that's I'm woven through sure. it for sure. That the drug is, is the first couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of yeah. they kind of weave it into another character because there's a the Pierrot LeFou episode with kind of yeah. the mad clown, but it was never, that was never connected to red eye and it is in this one. It's uh, okay. another thing I okay. think is kind of, I get what they're doing in the live action one to kind of make it all weave through, but I like that the anime oh, yeah, has a lot they of, they try to tie things together where the anime is yeah. more, there's a lot of like, uh, it feels like there's bottle episodes of the anime or free jazz. Yeah, I was about to say because it's not even yeah. it's not even chronological, right? It's other than it's, like um, other than they get Faye at some point, they get Ayn and Ed at some point. So there's a point where they don't have the full crew, but there are episodes like the mushroom where they all get high on mushrooms. There's an episode where the creature es- escapes on the ship and it's attacking people, and they're all kind of yeah, bottle episodes, uh-huh. but they still yeah, give a yeah. lot of character. They have a lot of great music tracks for sure, yeah. and it just feels like. You can watch them on a whim, and it never sort of affects the chronology. There's a there's a cutoff and well, a I beginning. Does but... does Spike die though in an early episode, and then is just back? Isn't there like a uh, flash forward in an earlier episode? Well, the implication and spoilers for the series is that he was, I believe, he was shot yeah. and through the in the head, I believe, and had an eye yeah, replaced. Uh-huh. Um, so he has technically died before and they kind of allude to that, but he, he's not like a robot or a clone oh, or anything. He's just been, am I, am I stupid? Did I just, was that in the past? I, you know, I'm, I'm a first time guest, so I'm that? not going to, I'm not going <laughs> to say for sure be that's the case, but that whole, uh, maybe it's just the, the way that it's shot. The story is told. Maybe it's just cause I was a kid when I watched it at first, but like it, it always was like, so wait, is he dead at the end it, of the series well, or is he well, not dead? The actual very but, end of the series, my head canon yeah. is he points at the screen and he says, bang in front of a bunch of, you know, mobsters. And then he falls on the stairs yeah. and, the implication to me is that he has he has died, uh, okay. but prior that to that he's died before show? he was you know gunned down and came back yeah. for what it's worth. So uh, yeah. a very yeah, noir, yeah. which another I love how yeah. how gritty it is in some of those episodes. Yeah. The jet backstory yeah. episodes particularly feel like old detective uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jet's like yeah, he's the old cop on the that's mm-hmm. been in the force for a long time. A cab you know. except for You've Jet. Seen some shit. A cab except for Jet. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and also, but back to this track though, I I like that it does evoke Tank. It's got the horns. It's got that kind of like yeah. energy yeah. and excitement to it. And I, I think you said it does pop up in maybe some other episodes too. But this first taste of it during the fight is perfect. Yeah. And another thing that's awesome about this whole soundtrack is that you're sometimes just getting, you know, little blips of these songs and it's really great to be able to like listen to the whole track and be like, wow, it's a whole composition I I wouldn't have heard if I yeah, watched the yeah. show. Some of them get the yeah, full treatment yeah. in there, but Yeah, 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 a lot of them you, they do put a decent amount of these yeah. into the into the like music and a lot of time in the foreground. Mm-hmm. Um like this uh this next track Spokey Doki. Um Spokey Doki. <laughs> Here's uh that you hear this quite a bit, I think. Killing me, house. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> it's definitely this is this skaters. is this is where we get to the western of it all. Oh yeah. You know, right. this is this is like straight up western, country western. Um we got uh, Gunslinger. uh Sunio Imahori on guitar and uh Ryuchoro Seno on the harmonica. Rest Man. in peace. He passed in twenty seventeen. Oh, rest in peace. Killing it on the harmonica though. Um and uh yeah, yeah, this was just another little little piece of the puzzle of of Cowboy Bebop that was really interesting. Um whenever you know I feel like this was when people were like thinking or, or, or something. You get often. a lot of like, you know, they're walking around and look, you know, going into a bar and looking for a lead or mm-hmm. just kind of like wandering around the streets yeah. and you get this sting. There's another track. I'm trying to remember the name of another track, but Spokey Doki has yeah. like, oh, Forever Broke. There's another version that's like just guitar. And you so you get the same theme okay. in a few episodes, but it's it's that same tune basically. But yeah, I love yeah, this yeah. one. I feel like what, Mars is kind of the more Western deserty sort of town when they roll around in the to the planets in this series. And I feel like you oh, hear right. Spokey yeah, Doki yeah. a lot in on Mars because it feels very saloon uh, kind of dusty. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's just you. It is. You see the cowboy yeah. with the, the revolver mm-hmm. hanging. Yeah. It's perfect. It was, it was still being jazzy and modern, which I think is great. Me a yeah. sarsaparilla. Yeah, the songs are very, the titles of the songs are very, like, indicative of what you're hearing, Mm -hmm. you know? They just, they're, much like jazz is in general, like, there's not, you know, a usual naming convention for jazz songs. It's just like, wow, what does this sound like? Sure. And they just say some words. Blue is green. You know, they have to put some words down, so it's not just track one, track two, track three. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, this one also kind of evokes a little bit of uh, what we hear in, or see in Trigun, you know? Um, yeah. I know Trigun's music was also very indicative of this track in particular and this style. Um, for me, Trigun and, and Cowboy Bebop were kind of hand in hand as far as the music and presentation and everything goes. I, I definitely like, watched I, that series when it was out too. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that was one though where I felt like the episodes veered between... Uh, to me, I felt more of like the seriousness of some episodes and then the comedic yeah. parts of some episodes. And it feels like Bebop threaded the needle yeah. even better within its, even within definitely, definitely. the same thing. Sometimes yeah. Spike would do something silly in the middle of a very serious episode or something. But yeah, um, but, I, well, but I enjoyed the both. Trigon, Trigon had the problem where like the, the, the manga wasn't done yet. So like uh, the ending of Trigon, the anime is not as good as the ending of Trigon, the manga. Sure. You know what I mean? So it's Cowboy Bebop was like everything was fleshed out front to back. It seemed, you know, perfect. I love when there's um, a set ending, even with series today. It's when when someone says, hey, I uh, want to do a show and I want to do three right? seasons. Mwah, beautiful. I'm glad you know what you want to do. I don't want it to go on longer than it needs to. Have you watched Dark? I've not watched Dark, but I've had a lot of recommendations. And three that's seasons, one that, three yeah. seasons. It's perfect amount of time for that show. I was happy that they stopped. Uh, love it when that happens. I <laughs> couldn't agree with you more <laughs> in this world of like an unending, um, you know, uh, uh, IPs, you know? Yeah. It's so like, just, just let a couple of them die for, for a while, you know? So I just want to choke and step back and go like, that's it. We said it all. We said, we said it all. Let's, let's, let's like, try not cash. to ruin it. Oh, we'll have more side stories. We'll bring some more people. Yeah. We'll write an over- like, uh-huh. No, just stop. Sometimes you Don't stop. Do it. Sometimes you just stop. You know, you know, in, in the words of this soundtrack, bad dog, no biscuit. Here's bad dog, no biscuit. Oh, bad. Yeah. 
You know what that Man. sounds very reminiscent of? What? Dun, 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 dun. Oh, um, the Incredibles. Yeah. Oh, that that's same just like yeah, jazzy. Yeah, it does have that like a big super band spy doing it all. Yeah, brass. Mm. Yep. No, that's brass. a great. That's a great observation. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's well, the... cause, like that's what the Incredibles were like made after, anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. I haven't seen that one in a long time. I'm sorry. What? Oh no, I no, I that's I didn't actually didn't think about that. And there's there's another song that we'll listen to eventually where there's like maybe like a Christmas song or something that it starts to sound like when it first plays to me. So yeah. I was trying to pick that out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. No, this is the episode where I think this is the second episode where they get Ein the yes. corgi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this plays during like this a is chase scene, chasing Ein through mm-hmm. the the market and stuff. Chasing Ein and, and, and someone else just... is chasing him, and yeah. It's like a classic like Jackie Chan-esque chase where yeah. it's like really silly and over the top and like people are getting in his way and things like, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, Jumping over fences. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, going through alleys and things. They like, transfer to the river you know, at one point, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good one. Um, and uh, Ayn, if you don't know, is the, um, was it a Shibu Inu or? It's Corgi. It was a corgi, corgi. He's a right, data dog. So apparently um, smarter in some way than other. Yeah, dogs. yeah, yeah. He's he's apparently a smarter dog, but like they don't really get into it that much in the series. You know, yeah, it's never like a they're lingering like, thing where like it's gonna be revealed how you know yeah. smart he is. He's just kind of a clever yeah. dog, and then sometimes yeah. he's also just a dog. Yeah, exactly. I love I love how because that's what's also so unconventional and interesting about the show is the way that it they pick up the, the, the rest of the cast. Like it's, it, you, it starts off and you think that you just got these two guys and you just have this premise and this premise is good. It's like, Oh, okay, cool. This is the show. I'll watch this. And then they pick up, but they pick up a dog and it's like, okay, now a dog's on the crew. And then they pick up Faye. It's like, okay, that makes sense. And then they pick up, uh, um, Edward, you know, Edward. And it's like, okay this is like episode six or something what's what is this you know it's like a live role-playing game like also yeah you your right yeah, also yeah. Like another yeah. player has uh-huh. joined the party like sweet yeah what, what can you do but then when you get the the party together it's just so so good they're oh, the way they interact with each other they become a family by the end of the series yeah. you know like yeah it's a really really Having some noodles yeah yeah you know uh you know how they do over in cowboy bebop um and uh yeah so this is uh 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 yeah when when Ayn joins the the situation um great bebop like the first two tracks uh there's kind of a little middle point where it almost becomes like a ska song yeah like there's a real like like upstroking guitar going on uh uh you know um so uh you know fun track fun track um and then uh we got uh from bad dog no biscuit we go to cat blues Good walking around music. A cigarette. I was gonna say cigarette and a whiskey. It's so right? like uh it's like pink panthery. It feels like someone kind of going yeah. like this and like walking around like a <laughs> like a yeah yeah. I want to be call. in a that's a very good. I want to be in a dark like darkly like smoky like bar mm-hmm. basement. 
Well, I was also thinking, of course, lighting up cigarettes. I, th- I was thinking of like doom, doom, Quincy doom, Jones, doom, doom, doom. Uh, Austin Powers theme, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very, um, yeah, I don't know what exactly that style. I feel like there's a specific style of that kind of jazz, but I don't know what it is. But um, yeah, just a very classy very jazz, fun, fun, just slinky like i think i think we're gonna yeah, call pink it slinky panther, jazz. pink panther yeah yeah i love pink I panther love jazz that, slinky uh, jazz whatever you want to call I it love, i love that 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 clarinet you got there oh the yeah yeah it's just mm, well good so we got good. we have good brass we have good woodwind we have good drums yeah i, like didn't, this, I didn't do the research but like how big over. is the ensemble of of seatbelt like so, how big is this band it just feels it so feels think, huge Oh, I think the seatbelts is kind of like uh, the gorillas in that sense. Because hmm. when I was looking through they're it, all it cartoon looked characters, like the okay. only... Yes, they're all cartoon <laughs> characters that become CGI and rap. Um, <laughs> With Dell uh, the Funk and Hopeless Sapien. <laughs> only once or twice. Um, but uh, no, I, 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 when I was looking through the you know various pages on Genius... Um, there were, you know, certain people that were in like several tracks. Floating members um, kind of around the... Yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, I don't know, maybe they had a house band that was in maybe in, in a lot of them, but not, you know, uh, um, labeled individually. Sure. Um, but yeah, there's like a few times that, um, you know, Sunio Imahori, the guitarist, um, you know, you can kind of hear when he's coming in. He's got a very specific style. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the guy that played the harmonica that uh, passed in 2017, I think he's just in the one track. And then the harmonica later is a different person. Wow. So um yeah there's uh there's i think an interchanging cast of characters to revolving so, door like studio yeah like the the one constant is uh uh kano yoko or yoko kano um because uh that's the composer the you know producer and all that and uh she plays piano i think in like one track wow uh on the soundtrack it's, it's just a testament um, to them because they I, like i yeah. said it just sa- it sounds like if you told me this was you know of the Tokyo Philharmonica, I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. It's a huge production of Dude, all right, these instruments. Right? It, it just tracks. sounds they're doing yeah, a lot. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I gotta, I gotta assume that doing this whole, if you want to do this whole album uh, as an orchestra, it would be a challenge because you got to hit so many, uh, uh, so many styles. Uh, so perfectly. You yeah. Know? Um, but uh, yeah, you know, another another fun track uh and then we get into uh some space stuff with uh cosmos and space lion um i gotta say i love how this this uh, uh soundtrack is paced mm. i think it's very well paced like it starts off with a lot of the bebop a, you know a little bit of the country and then kind of eases you to space lion i think space lion is where you realize it's like something different bigger yeah i can't different. wait to talk yeah, about yeah, that yeah. Yeah, yeah. So here is Cosmos, though, before we get to Space Line. Gentleman in an overcoat meets a lady in a dark <laughs> this, corner. It screams <laughs> it does, old film noir. It's so yeah. noir. noir. It, it's it's yeah. amazing. A dude behind his desk. Yeah. And it's it perfect because it makes the, you want to exposit. It's uh, monologue, inner monologue. Yeah. <laughs> my, yeah. I, I told you, my head was just yeah. like ringing with that. 
Yeah. Uh, what were you saying, uh, Robert? Oh, just that it, it it's interesting in that the on this soundtrack, this jumps ahead to episode 16. This is like a Jet episode where it's kind of his, you know, his kind of noir yeah. sort of flashback. Uh, so yeah. I wonder if they had yeah. the track early and then I wonder when, I don't know if I, when the track released or the, the yeah. album released versus the actual entire show was out or not. But um, I, I got to think that the music came first because like there's so much of the music that's in the sh- in the like, you know, animation of the show sure. sometimes, you know, so it feels like they animated to it maybe. I think that maybe or that, it at least in mind that or? would that be my guess or they were doing it at the same time maybe um but it just fits yeah. the theme I'm not so really well. sure how the studio does things yeah. yeah uh because we already said you know this is like it's a space western noir you know it has comedy elements has so much drama elements but like this is this is noir this is you guys yeah. already said it yeah. she, you know she came and you know she came into my door and she had a case for me or whatever it's very it's just it's that <laughs> it's and black it's, and white it's so perfect, and it's it still has its own. The film. It's still the seatbelts. It still has its own feel, yeah. and it still is using those yeah. horns so so masterfully. Yeah. But man, it's so good. Yeah. By the way, this is uh, Nicholas Payton on the trumpet. Nicholas Payton. Um, Bless yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I chose that part because I mean, I uh, oh, I love it, a good just emotional trumpet where it's like it's. Because my brother, you know, he was my brother Kevin was a jazz trumpet player, and like he would always talk about how, like, oh, you know, you, you the reason there's no words is you're communicating through how you're playing and stuff. Sure. And this is one of those examples of that. I think you're communicating, you know, the, the feeling through the the sound. No words are necessary. Yeah, we yeah, all came to the same conclusion from hearing the same 15 seconds true. of sound. That's true. That's all we needed. All four of yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. And then. We get on to the sleeper hit of yeah. the Cowboy Bebop soundtrack. Space Jazz. Space Jazz. Sp- oh. <laughs> Space Lion. Space Lion. Was, <laughs> he almost got me. Space Lion. Space Lion King. <laughs> Sleep to this album, it, dude. Right? It's like a white noise yeah. album, but better. Yeah, until it gets back to the bebop. Of course. Yeah, yeah. It'll, wake, it'll wake you back up again. <laughs> but um, yeah, Space Lion though. This is um, I don't know. I don't know if if you have as much of a connection to it, but for in the years after the soundtrack came out, this was one of those songs that like. I don't know. Everyone, everyone really, really enjoyed for different reasons. I think you know what I mean. It's a very, it feels very weirdly personal. Like you can just kind of go on a journey while listening to it. It's um, it's emotional, like especially Gabriel. if you know the connection to the show too. And it also, I love yeah. a song that kind of changes gears a little bit because it is, it is yeah. kind of that somber jazz leading up to it. And then the part you mm-hmm. played is when those vocals start coming in and it starts to become more yeah. tribal, more natural, and and has like a human yeah, yeah. voice to it. And it's yeah man it's it's something else and especially yeah like when you said like i said when in jupiter jazz part two which is a great combo of episodes it's such a an emotional kind of send-off it's it's really great stuff it feels like a series end when you watch it it even the credits roll in a different way where it seems like 
did Cowboy Bebop yeah. just end? It's it's really you know, something else. I think that's part of what always confused me about the show is that like I I never knew when each of the episodes was taking place. Sure. I could never trust that it was chronological for some reason. Um but yeah, yeah, they were so yeah, so good with the the just the direction and art style. Like, you know, there's plenty of animes that like We'll use the exact same song at the beginning, exact same song at the end, and that's fine, you know. But uh, this one would change depending on what was happening. The tone, in, and yeah, know, it was in the tone it was of the episode. unique in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, just again, the soundtrack. I just remember, you know, being in the back seat of like cars and stuff with my nerd friends listening to this. Just like, <laughs> man, <laughs> you know um because like it's one that like i don't know like if you miss that episode or whatever or and you just like heard it on the soundtrack you're like oh man i wonder what what was the, what that scene yeah, was what like, is going you know? on during um, this it's so much yeah you know uh you couldn't just you know youtube it, it or whatever yeah yeah you had to catch it again on adult swim at midnight or 2 a.m or back in shit. the olden days <laughs> the olden days of television we had to we had to go around the old TV schedule. We liked it. <laughs> and we uh, liked it. Man, by then you had a TiVo. You could just record it and watch it later. That's true. That's true. This was this was this was beginning to be TiVo times. Which yeah, we yeah. did. <laughs> oh yeah. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. I remember having, yeah, having no. a TiVo for some of that stuff. Oh, nice. My my uh parents didn't really believe in that sort of thing. They were just Mine like, yeah. That's we devil got, we technology. Have we have an antenna on top of the t- <laughs> on top of the television. We're good. You have a TV guide. God damn it! Yeah. What is what can cable give you that that Fox and NBC and CBS can't? Oh, <laughs> well, everything. Hard. The answer is everything. Actually, um, <laughs> all that dribble that I wasn't supposed to listen to yeah. or watch. Is Although when we did Catholic when boy. we did get cable for a short time, they did absolutely love Space Ghost. Like they caught space wow. ghosts, they're like, "What? What is this? This is still this is a so show weird that kind of confuses me." As far as like, I know that they were being, they were probably sitting in a room and talking to the voice actor of Space yes. Ghost, but the yeah. awkwardness of the interview makes it seems like they are talking to Space Ghost. It's so bizarre. <laughs> well, it makes you think that the actual interviews were kind of that awkward. I, I believe that too, but I, but I, yeah, I choose to yeah. believe that the actual animated Space Ghost was also conducting them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Of it's, course. It's, it was, yeah, especially when it first, that first happened, it was like, what is this? Um, but uh, yeah, you find yourself doing that a lot or, or saying that to yourself a lot while watching Adult Swim. What am I watching? Um, but this next track we got for you uh, is the Waltz for ZZ. And uh, this happens in some sad episodes too, right? Waltz for ZZ. Well, let's hear it. We'll, we'll hear it first. My bunny lies okay. over the sea. Thank That's you. it. Thank you. So that was that. And then it was also for me was what I alluded to earlier, which is like 
Away in a manger. Uh, like, it was kind of, I thought it was like, this yeah, it's the same bouncy Oh, shit, you're right. It's that one, too. No, That's but what I think I was my body lies over out. the sea is maybe even closer. Uh, it has that little yeah. twang in the guitar, at least. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that yeah. was buggy. This one is uh, the uh, original wait. is It Came Upon a Midnight Clear, is the original ah, okay. uh, uh, melody. But when I was looking at um, many different things. When I was looking this one up, I had it listed under. Ballad of Fallen Angels, Ganymede Elegy, Bohemian Rhapsody, Boogie Woogie Feng Shui, and Hard Luck Woman. So this was in like a lot of little different moments of a lot of different episodes, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Because a few of yeah. these songs yeah. really stick with you, and they were in only one or two episodes, sometimes just just one. And I like this one yeah. a lot, but I forgot that it was in so many little different parts, so... Yeah, yeah, like this one and like, you know, Spokey Dokey. There's like some little like filler parts where it just pops yeah. up and it just is kind of reminding you, hey, this is Western-y, hey, yeah. this is kind of, you know, somber. Yeah, or, yeah, maybe that's what it's for, sure. yeah, because it is, it is like, it's it's a little more low-key, mm -hmm. it's not like in your face, like, because you can't just throw a tank in the background of any scene, no. any old scene, you know? Well, you'd be, could be, be horrible. <laughs> Wouldn't that be, that'd be like a, a completely different version of Cowboy Bebop where they just completely overuse the good <laughs> theme, you know, like too, too much of a good thing and just to ruin it. Just like all um, the like quiet moments and flashbacks with tank blaring over it. And it's like, God, couldn't yeah, you have every one single more song time by the end of it? No one ever wants to hear tank again. The master recut. <laughs> I don't want to live in that universe. Don't even say uh, that. Yeah, that'd be awful. That'd be awful. Maybe we're not in the darkest timeline after all. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, again, I, this is uh, the, the the game, the, the episode that I was reminded of was the chess one um, that this was in. Yes. Uh, the, the chess kid. I think that's it's, the Bohemian it, it, Rhapsody one, I think. Oh, maybe that's what that one yeah, is. Where yeah, she, yeah, Ed's um, playing the chess yeah. master across, you know, yeah. a digital board or whatever. I thought that was a really interesting episode. It's it great. Was so weird and gritty and sci-fi it's like, like a guy who planned a yeah. you know planned this grand sort of attack and forgot because he got so old so he he wasn't even the culprit anymore he didn't remember that he'd even done that so weird stuff yeah 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 some weird and wild stuff <laughs> weird wild stuff <laughs> um uh but yeah yeah it's such a uh uh you know good good in between music for the show and then we get to uh, Piano Black for the track nine. Ooh. And this is where uh, I was about to say, uh, you know, you're talking about you could fall asleep to the album. This is where you would wake up. Oh, oh, oh God, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. I love the. Uh, I don't know if that's a sample in the background or if it's actually just a guy doing that. It's over so and over mechanical. Again, I can't tell what it. Yeah. If it's an instrument or if it's supposed to be just like. It yeah. sounds like a machine or something. It sounds like a giant yeah, typewriter yeah. or something. Yeah, yes. Yeah, like a giant typewriter or, or, or a, a train or something. Yeah, something mm -hmm. mechanical. Yeah. This is also um, in that um, in that same uh, Bohemian Rhapsody episode with the chess master. Um, okay, and then okay. I think it's also in an early episode where I think it's the episode where you meet Faye, honky tonk woman. 
or women mm-hmm. and she like calls mm-hmm. her ship in the middle of the casino and it breaks in and this all starts kicking her yes. off which is a great another great track to kind of introduce her because it's it's she escapes it's the spaders and, from mars mm-hmm. casino yes yeah 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 that's a that's a good that's a good pun i never ever saw that the spaders from mars um and uh also featured as jet black found out Chessmaster hex's name yeah yeah you got it um and uh it's also uh where is it um i think that yeah some of this has been sampled in like you know hip-hop songs and, and oh that. that's really cool yeah 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 um, and it was also apparently remixed on uh, Cowboy Bebop Remixes Music for Freelance, another album. Yeah, that was such Cowboy a time Bebop period, too, where I had yeah. I had this soundtrack back in the day, and it was probably over LimeWire or Kazaa. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think I had... As one, as one a, would have it. Other tracks, too. Because it was interesting to me that, like, there's a song that we'll get to later that plays during, a, you know, a big Vincent episode. Uh, yeah, and it's, yeah. it's really evocative, but then there's a track in that same episode that doesn't show up for another album or two, I think in the chronology well, of yeah. Greenberg. That's right, because they do like four albums or something, something like that. And there's, you know, there's some yeah. weird, there's some weird oddball and B-sides and stuff yeah. like that. You know, I was, I yeah, was just yeah, getting whatever I could at the time. There. So yeah, a lot of music out there for Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Um, and, uh, oh, I was going to ask, um, uh, did you see Darker Than Black at all? The yeah. anime? Darker Than Black? No, I don't believe so. So Darker Than Black was another project that Kano Yoko did the music for. Oh. And it is it is like maybe it's one of the only animes I think that like comes close to uh this good of a soundtrack wow. for it. Um there's like another there's like an episode that entirely revolves around this song that's being played in the episode and it's like a really haunting melody. Um so if you like this, I definitely recommend uh, checking out the Darker Than Black soundtrack. I'll have or to check it out. That's series. a good endorsement. The series is good, too. The first season's great. Um, and I think a lot of the same people that did Cowboy Bebop were on the same team for that. Wow. Um, but yeah, highly recommend that if you like this music. Um, and then um, the the next track we have for you, we're going to do one more track and we're going to take a little break. Um, is uh, So this is the this is the reggae track on the album and it is just called pot city (laughs) so Uh, here's pot city I got a question for everyone. What? Who played Final Fantasy VII? I've uh, I've seen it played enough that I might be able yeah, to. Yeah, I didn't play it. So there's a recurring theme song that plays when a certain group called the Turks always walk in, and that sounds very similar to the exact mm. same song. Yes, yes. the uh, The Japanese are known for their cultural sensitivity. By the way, I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, <laughs> they're they're great at representing <laughs> other cultures in their media. Uh, uh, but yeah, <laughs> Pot City, your example, uh, uh, Mr. Popo is another example, uh, if you want to look into it. Um, Dragon but, Ball Z? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, uh, That yeah. was a, apparently a, a weird caricature. I thought he was just an alien, like literally an alien. I think he was but too, but there was a similar thing with Pokemon and the, the Jinx character, I believe, that it initially yeah. was not so hot. Yeah, yeah. Really 
racially charged uh, imagery they just kind of loosely throw into children's shows. That being said, I do think this is a decent attempt at a a reggae style sort oh, of. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, this is great. Lazy yeah. sort of just you know yeah. groovy sort of song like that. And I mean, you know, J- Jamaica is Pot City. Like it's not there. You know, it's not inaccurate. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I haven't been, so I'll take your word for it, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't been either. I just hear about trash bags full of weed, wow. and uh, I'm I'm assuming that that's, they're throwing it out. They have got to so be careful. That's just a regular. Get, is yeah. what I've heard. There's everyone oh. selling it. Everyone will oh, sell it. Trash bags. But you got to be careful what you get, oh, no. and you can get arrested for it if Whoa. the officer decides the best to care. Ah, but I they see, mostly I see. don't care. Okay. Okay. The whole thing. I've okay. I've heard a lot of just like, don't make uh, them care. We need we need to take a a podcast journey to Jamaica so we can confirm or deny these uh these these it's things. Binding. Yeah. yeah. Special pod yeah, we city go, episode. We need to go directly to pot city. Yeah. We need to go to the source. Pot city. <laughs> pot, pot city. Pot city. Pod city. You know. Maybe we'll do a pod city at pot city. Yep. Um, but uh, do you know? Do you remember where this this one lays in the the series? That's a I'm not great sure. question. I want to say this Let is in. If... You know what? This is in another Bohemian Rhapsody one. So I think Jet, when Jet's talking about how the gate gets mm. hacked at the end, he kind of is revealing how a uh, heck chessmaster hex did it. I believe this is her playing during his explanation, if I remember correctly. That one has a lot of. So they never go to Pot City in the show. I don't think so, yeah. but again, this this could also be incomplete sources I'm going with, but this feels like a track I've yeah. heard so much where Spike or Jet or Faye or uh, or Ed or someone is just just t- you know walking yeah. around the city. There's a yeah. couple tracks like that where I feel like they just pepper like them like, in a little yeah. bit. If it's like, yeah, if they're in like a kind of uh, tropical looking location, you yeah. know, this fits, yeah, 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 this would be the go-to music for the background you got a little little palm tree in the background yeah yeah that didn't it didn't happen a lot in cowboy bebop but it did happen right right near the beach yeah Yeah. and i think it was all usually like artificial beaches of course because the solar system and shit that's the cool thing about cowboy bebop also is in the solar system Mm -hmm. and not like an outer space and no like, one can hear you scream out there. Yeah, exactly. Because no, no one can, can hear you scream. Hear you In inner scream. space, people but, can hear you scream fine. But, but you can hear jazz, though. That's you hear plenty of jazz. Outer space... No, no, no go. Fun that they space land on like jazz. they land on Mars in this series, and you're like, wow, I wonder what Mars is like. And it's like an old town in Tijuana, and you're like, oh, okay. It's just kind of like an <laughs> Earth town. <laughs> yeah. We kind of did yeah, the yeah, same thing true. here, I guess. <laughs> I get yeah, it. Yeah, it is surprisingly the life everywhere in the solar system is surprisingly normal considering their their vast lifestyle changes. Sure. Uh but uh yeah, anyway, so uh we'll we're going to take a quick break though uh before we get into the last seven tracks for you guys. We got uh, uh another another banger classic bebop track coming up next for you. And then uh yeah, a couple more after that and uh we will see you on the other half of this break. <laughs> you on the other side. Sometimes I don't know how I'm going out. I just opened my mouth. Hey guys, this is Kevin Bartelt, and you are listening to the Album Concept Hour. I'll do nothing that's not as fucking crazy. <laughs> the Album Concept Hour. All right, uh, then welcome back to everybody to the Album Concept Hour. We are in the second half with our very special guest. Robert Persinger from uh, various podcasts such as Doughboys and Hollywood Handbook, uh, to name a few that 
I would have mentioned in previous episodes. Um, and uh, uh, we have the Cowboy Bebop soundtrack that we have to finish off. We got uh, 11 through 17 for the first of the soundtracks. There's several soundtracks as we've we've talked about. So if you want more than this, you know, you, you'll have to you'll have to let us know how much you want to hear the other soundtracks, I suppose. I'll come back. Um, you know, I'll, I'll come back. I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah. My, I'll throw myself on that sword. Hey. Hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no problem. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, yeah, I just this is probably the one. This is probably the one. Too. I was gonna say this is probably the one that I heard the most, though. Like I don't think I even knew that the other sound, like there was, yeah, succeeding soundtracks uh, uh, for a long time. Um, so yeah, it would be nice to 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 break into those at some point, though. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so we have uh, uh, seven more tracks. This next track is too good, too bad. That sounds so much like a, I'm a big fan of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I love like the uh, the way they yeah. show like the old you know bounty law and these old movies and it or shows and it feels like that kind of sting. It feels like that kind of like yeah. Next yeah. week on Cowboy Bebop, like I love <laughs> I love how that sounds. Yes. And I, as far as I know, this might be the only time they use it in the series is that um, Gateway Shuffle episode which is the yeah it's the eco terrorists that are turning people into monkeys and oh, they're in right. and they're in hyperspace and this right. is like when the music kicks off is like that was a weird episode it's a great episode and it's <laughs> and you know you know uh i think uh edward isn't part of the crew yet but spike is in yeah. the swordfish outside in hyperspace trying to take it down yeah. they're shooting a missile the missile's splitting into different pieces it's so yeah. tense and the music well, yeah, just cause- because oh. isn't there like internal conflict with the 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 guys like the the terrorists? Well, right? the, like the the terrorist leader is they all call her mom, but I think they're all like right. you know, adopted sons kind uh-huh. of a thing, and mm-hmm. it's just wild. And the there's yeah. a big switcheroo at the end. You know, Spike kind of tricks her, and uh, it's yeah. it's a ne- it's an excellent. I think it's like episode four. It's it's really early in the yeah ride. yeah yeah. I remember yeah. yeah. Yes, I remember seeing I remember that. seeing that one a lot. It's really really yeah. good. I feel like because of the rotation on Adult Swim, it feels like it's also an episode that was just always popping back up. But um, well, yeah, like if you caught the first one, you and you you started to like pay attention for a few days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you you catch that, that again. That sequence is something else, and it's the perfect. Again, and it, <laughs> I, I think the thing that I keep coming back to is that it just has this huge feel. It, it feels like an entire, you know, room of people, whether it actually is yeah. or not. Yeah. And yeah. it also just feels unique, even though there's other songs that have big horns and, and stings and harmonica and guitar and stuff. Yeah. But it just I I hear this yeah. song and I'm like, yep, I know what's happening. I know it's this sequence when they're flying through the thing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, like this is like, you know, like John Williams level of this like a very full orchestra. Yes, I would. I would. Agree well, yeah. And, and production. yeah, yeah. The, as well, as far as how it, it uplifts the story mm-hmm. and what's happening in the scene, you know, it's, you know, it, it's not, there's not a lot of people that like land that so well, which is why mm-hmm. there's only a few, ma- you know, major composers that can do it. Like, 
uh, John Williams and who's the Danny Elfman's another big player. Michael Giacchino or, or Gugino or whatever yeah. is doing some really good yeah. stuff nowadays. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. but nothing is like jazzy like this. Like they this yeah yeah you could rescore true. this and you could have this scene where it's like dun 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 and like him shooting the laser and it t- you could have a kind of generic yeah. kind of rocky sort of action soundtrack. But the the spunkiness of it, the funkiness of it, yeah. is what it's yeah. all about. It, it's what makes it bebop, yeah. in my opinion. That's true. That's true. Like, and to get to the music a little bit, that is like, you know, the, 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 you know, the actual show kind of represents the musical style of bebop, which is kind of what its namesake comes from. Um, and I'm just going to read straight from the Wikipedia. Um, it's a style of jazz developed in the early to mid forties in the United States, uh, features compositions characterized by a fast tempo, usually exceeding 200 BPM complex chord progressions with rapid chord changes and numerous key changes, instrumental, instrumental virtuosity and improvisation based on combination of harmonic structure. Um, it's, it's basically like jazz, like sped the hell up like it is your time is running out jazz yeah 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 Yeah. like playing jazz like it's the end of the world yeah yeah we just said it's sonic running out of air but you're he also has to play jazz Uh (laughs) uh-huh uh-huh yeah yeah exactly and um they talk about jazz in the show like the 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 show itself is very music referential like jazzy show yeah uh, yeah spike and um i can never remember his name for some reason Jet. jet um are always just chatting about j- jazz in between scenes that is a good things. point it's not even just because you and you guys mentioned uh, you've you've added uh diegetic to your vocabulary yes it is yes, cool that, that is like, in the album concept you have the the episode where they they're tracking that bounty and there's a little kid with the bounty head and he's not yeah. he's not actually as maybe the little kid that you think he is and he's like a he's like a harmonica player so i think they incorporate the song oh, into that playing right and it's really fun that there That's, is, ooh. it might as well be playing over their stereos when they're flying because it does feel like the music is sometimes just like pouring out of the scene too, which I yeah, really like. Yeah, I think that, yeah, it's weird because like the, in this show, like it's not, sometimes it is completely diegetic, like it's in the scene mm-hmm. and then sometimes you don't know. It just evokes you know? it. it. It's like the, it's like yeah. the Western one we kind of heard where it's like yeah. when they're tooling yeah. around and it feels like an, yeah. they're on Mars and it feels like Western-y. It feels yeah. like that music could be coming out of one of the bars that Spike walks into yeah. or Jet goes by or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. Like in Guardians, for instance, like, you know, you can see it, you know, you can sometimes hear the music before it is diegetic in the scene. Before you realize it's on headphones or, or someone is doing yeah. yeah, Or it's diegetic before and then like 15 seconds later, it's used as a big sting. Like in Guardians sure. 2, they did a few times. But yeah, this one, like in Cowboy Bebop, I feel like it really is, the line's really blurry sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, um, which is, you know, part of why it's so, so good. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we get into this uh, next track, which is uh, Car 24, which is uh, just a very interesting, like weird, uh, you know, variation on on their abilities as a band. So here's that. So much good woodwind going there's some, there's some hard sexy as hell. Sex. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, that's Chris Par- uh, Chris Potter on the bass clarinet, actually. And then um, uh, we got, oh, well, there, no, there, sorry, there is a sax as well. Uh, Gary Bart, Bart, Bart's? Are they only on the sax? <laughs> yeah, Gary Bart Bart's. Uh, this is uh, uh, and, and his friend Imahari Bart's. Um, but yeah, there's uh, some great woodwind, uh, and this is the scene where I guess uh, Edward is taking control of the ship. Yep, so that they can't leave without without her. <laughs> it's great, yeah, because it's not it's not the part you played, but in the very starting, it's this kind of like playful sort of like do do do. Yeah. And it's kind of like her yeah, and, and yeah. she's just kind of like moving the ship around with a remote truly like it's her her toy and it's mm-hmm. such a funny it, it, another thing where I feel like the track doesn't play very far into the actual song in the episode. No, they really expand on it in this uh, mm-hmm. soundtrack. And yeah. I'm glad and that's why I'm another one reason I'm glad for it on here because you like you said it kind of shows a different it's a little bit of a different vibe. It's it's it doesn't yeah. have the seriousness of it. It's, a, it's more playful. I like yeah. it for that reason. Well, yeah, I like because sometimes you'll have with soundtracks like, you know, the part that's in the scene is really cool. And then the rest of the song is kind of, you know, you're whatever. like, oh, I see why they picked that part of the song. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This this soundtrack rewards you for listening through each and every track. 100 percent. I don't I, it, yeah. it feels like they picked some choice parts, but it's all a great cut of meat, at, you know, when you yeah, listen to the whole thing. definitely. Definitely. And I think um, world music, I guess, is something I was kind of thinking in my head when thinking about the album as a whole. Mm. There's just so many, you know, influences from all over. Um, yeah. And, uh, and 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 the people that are involved seem to be from all over as well. Um, or at so least influenced like really... by because it's it's jazzy throughout. But you're right. Like, especially the, you know, back to the. Um, oh, gosh, I just forgot the name of the track now, but the the um... car 24. Not car twenty four. Oh, sorry, the space bad, lion one, where oh, it goes lion, from yes. it goes from you know jazzy to kind of this, come something more ethereal yeah. and something more worldly. Which yeah, is very cool. So. Yeah, 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 and um, yeah, this one's got yeah the whimsy, whimsical kind of nature of it with Edward's character. It's great that like, it's this, her. This, the introduction it's such an episode Edward song. Yeah, 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 and you know we live in an age of like all these badass characters with their little kid sidekick, Mm -hmm. you know, Edward was one of the greatest, like Edward was actually part of the team. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't like there's, you know, there's a lot of that, you know, you know, trying to inject this kind of parent child thing. in a lot of these newer things, Edward was just part of the crew, you know? Um, and, And, you know, some of these properties are great. I love the Mandalorian, but like, Edward's introduction into the show was just something different. And Edward is sort of like, it's just like bizarre and androgynous and chaotic. Yeah. And like, yeah, some, they, they're brilliant too. They would do, they could hack and do things. And, but there's things like the episode with chess where they become fixated on this thing mm. and they and they're locked in. They can't help you the rest of the episode. And then there's other yeah, ones. That's right. That's right. Like I think the brain scratch episode, which I don't know if we'll cover. I don't think there's any songs from it, but um, yeah, where like they're struggling even against their own abilities and stuff. It's they're just a, yeah. such a fun element to the crew of the whole show. So yeah, 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 yeah. Just the right amount of characters to, to interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, yeah, we get off onto track 13, uh, The Egg and I, um, which 
Oh, okay. This is one. This is one I do remember actually from the series. But here is the egg and I. What a jam! Hell yeah! What a jam! This could be. This could definitely. Okay, you were talking about some RPG music earlier. This is very RPG music to me. This is like background of a market in a random RPG. You've just been given a quest, and they're like, "All right, go off and help me out." Yeah, you just enter in the forest, you know. Yeah, our new whimsical little village. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, a little village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing too, little, nothing too early. Yeah, not too big. Take personality. Not too big. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, just big enough to have like a shopkeeper or two, you know. And a backing band. And a, and a backing band. Um, but uh, yeah, this one's just so. Um, this one. Oh, oh, also, you know, you were saying, you know, uh, as like a, a a side quest thing. This is happening during a side quest. It is, and it, <laughs> but a side quest in service of like a. It's a great episode. It's later in the series, uh, mm-hmm. I believe. But um, it's well, a this g- is also used when um, Faye and Jet are initially looking for Edward. I think the first time. Oh, okay. I was wondering. Yeah, if so it they're going to earlier. The, that you know that you know the famous scene where they're just going from shopkeeper to shopkeeper and it just keeps on panning from different. You and know, they're like, "Do you know? Do you know? Ways. You know what is it?" radical edward and they're like oh i heard it's a seven foot tall guy who can yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the the myth of edward, edward is being spread by everyone yeah, yeah yeah but i I remember even more from speak like a child which is a they're trying to find a beta play they're not they think they're finding a vhs or trying to find a beta mac max player or whatever and they're kind of wandering around and looking for that tape and yeah. then go into like a wreck to find an old vcr or whatever and Man, yeah, it's a great yeah. little, it's another one of those things that just kind of like, it just kind of washes over you, but it's such a great little adventure piece of music. Yeah, yeah, and it works. And um, I think they do bring it back a few times uh, when those sort of things happen in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, there's some, it's just some really, really good uh, feelings on this one. And then I have a note here, uh, uh, some European ass dudes on the woodwinds. So let's see what I mean by that. <laughs> In uh, looking at the the personnel of this track, we got uh, oh yeah Lars Ektor, Edvard Kempler, and Bjorn Svetnam. Boy, that is on the woodlands. Wow. I mean, so they're high and tight. That's, that's, they're they're doing a great job. Yeah, they're good. They they know what they're doing. Um, but that's part of what tipped me off to like, oh, this is like a world like project. This isn't just. This isn't just, you know, Japanese artists, uh, you know, replicating all these sounds. It's also it's international people all over the world, bringing it their pieces um, they're from a fun little village in northern Japan that just plays whimsical music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they're all stationed you, there. You get too. closer right. and you, yeah. it gets louder and louder. I'm like, oh, what's going on in this? <laughs> That'd be so funny. Three dudes. Just um, this one actually has open. Yoko Kano on it, though, on piano. Oh, does it really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm gonna got, listen back and kind of yeah, hear hear yeah. out for that. Or or keyboards. It says keyboard, so that could oh. be a, a well. You know what? Never mind. I, the ivory. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Could just be sounds. Passio. 
could be the Casio, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, fun uh, little track. And then we get on to our 14th track, Felt Tip Pen. Rocking chair in yeah. there. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Was it Spooky Doki that was kind of the other sort of twangy westerny one, or am I misremembering? Was that yeah, Cat Blues? I think so. Yeah, Spooky Doki. Uh, there's a second one. But yeah, the, I want to say piano or waltz. Waltz for Zizi. Okay. This one or the big big western. The ones. sort of western twangy sort of yeah. Amb- yeah. you know ambling through a you know down mm. a dusty where's, street where's my tumbleweed exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is great where's my I, tumbleweed <laughs> because i mean in the bar for a shot of whiskey right it's yeah. fun that it's fun that when you're a bounty hunter you're considered a cowboy and even if you're not in a town with cactuses and and cowboy hats and you know horses yeah. tied yeah. up it still has that feeling because of the name and because of the music you know by, right behind it yeah. it's so good yeah, it does really like r- completely recontextualize like uh, the cowboy genre in a mm-hmm. way that maybe it hadn't been done. I don't know. Wait. Like, there's, there's, I guess there's been space westerns, but sure. Like, but it would be like Star Wars, Star Wars without Wars. you know <laughs> without John without Williams. It just wouldn't feel the same the way that yeah, they evoke yeah. the cowboyness of it, the the bounty huntingness yeah. of it out in the you know, out yeah. in the plains of space. Basically, is so yeah. good. Star Wars, but from the whole perspective of of Han Solo, <laughs> that's true. That's true. It's it's just Han Solo's, it's just per, Han yeah, because he is like a space hero. trucker in ways. Well, if I got a movie for you, it's called Solo, and you'll never believe how he gets his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. doesn't involve those red cups. Yeah, actually, he's he was a alcoholic in college. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty really dark. good at space pretty beer pong stuff. Though. Great at space beer pong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't go up pong. against him. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah, this one, they have that interject the country every now and again in the album, though, I think, you know, just to remind you, you know, this is a space western. Yes. There is a lot of, in case a lot of you jazz. Forgot. Yeah, yeah. The jazz might make you think that we're in a cool jazz club, but <laughs> we're, we're in space. Um and then um you're that little kid we're in space we're in space we're cowboys in space um by the way this is a uh, Sunio Imahori again on the guitar he shows up a few times I think he I think most of the time when it's acoustic guitar it is that guy wow Sunio he's doing yeah. excellent work yeah oh and Yoko Kano on uh, on some keyboards again oh looks like this last bit of the album Yoko Kano's getting getting her fill and then um. I don't know why it's called felt tip pen though. That's a that's that's one like all the rest of them. Yeah, mostly kind of fit, but I don't know. Maybe just finish the. Maybe they use a lot of felt tip pens. He's finished writing. Maybe he's writing his pen, and he's like, okay, in westerns, did they use a lot of felt tip pens? Maybe he's writing a bounty out. So I haven't seen enough westerns. I don't think pens are a big part of Grandpa westerns. Grandpa loved them. <laughs> pens don't usually come up. Yeah, no, most of the <laughs> give me that pen. I'm gonna write feather. your name down. From memory. I'm gonna write your goddamn name down. <laughs> um, yeah, they probably had the quills, right? The yeah. Quills yeah. with the ink, you know. Or yeah. a quill. Yeah. Give me that vulture quill. 
Give me, give me that ultra quill. I need to, need to make this out. And your ink will. Someone. Uh, but yeah, this next track we got for you guys is uh, the only track with the uh, regular lyrics and stuff. Uh, regular. This, this is a, <laughs> this is a conventional song. We're about to hear a, a clip of. I wouldn't even call Here that. Is, uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, well, More I so guess it depends on where you are. What, what you, what you like. Sure. Uh, here is, here's rain. If you want, you'll find a way. But mother never danced to fire shower. Walk in the rain. In the rain. In the rain. This wasn't like the Mars Desert song, was it? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, okay, I don't it. think this happens. This one comes on on Mars. Yeah, yeah, that would be a little out of character, only, out of place. The only thing missing is like you know Aerosmith like singing in the rain, like <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, like a guitar coming in, like just uh, yeah, yeah. There is a great little yeah. solo in the middle of this one. Yeah, so yeah. Oh right, right. Yeah, just not this part that we. Yeah, it's very the Armageddon Aerosmith mm. genre. Or <laughs> yeah, time it frame. Is, it is yeah. a genre unto itself, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Aerosmith soundtrack genre. Aerosmith soundtrack. It, it's yeah. rocky, but it's operatic. It feels like it. It's yeah. like it's like a church, a church hired a rock band, and they're being backed up by the organ and all that. It's really I love the yeah. I love the kind of pumping organ behind it all. Which is Who's great. the singer? Brad. Oh, this is say, uh, Steve Conte. Yeah, is his name Who is that. I don't know. I don't know much about Steve Conte. He's got a great um, voice. I really like the way. Got he a good voice. Yeah. The lyrics are interesting. I think right when you pulled up the clip, it's something about mother never danced through fire showers. And I was like, I don't know mm -hmm. what, what that means, but I still like it. It still is pulling me through the whole song. It's, it's really That's a good. space problem. So uh, hey. the people on Genius that were commentating on it were thinking that the rain is referring to the hail of bullets, like the rain of bullets. That's I walk in the rain. In the, okay. I in got the scene that. that's happening. Maybe. Which, you know, it's, uh, you know, it could be it. A fire shower, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's great with the episode, see. too, because it is when Spike goes. To, it's episode five. Spike goes to confront Vicious at a yes. church. Faye is, you know, been captured. So the organs really play into that scene. I feel like yeah. it really kind of evokes the everything that's going on. And yeah, um, yeah, it's it, again, it just really shows the range of this album and and seatbelt and yoko kano because it's it's very different from everything else so far so yeah 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 like the fact that they decided to do something like this means that i think it is you know like very important to um what they're trying to to get to get across yeah. um i forget is there a version of this in the movie I feel uh, like this has to be in the movie because the movie touches on some of that stuff. I don't stuff think too, right? so. I, I don't believe so. But the movie has a, an, okay. an, another amazing soundtrack. That's, uh, you know, I'll put my my chip down yeah, yeah. for that one too. I would love the movie, yeah, I would love yeah. to cover because that's another amazing one. Yeah, I haven't seen it in so long. Oh, I man. I seen that movie. It's great. And it um, chronologically is kind of before the end of the series. So it's something that if you're watching yeah. through, you can kind of slot in and it's the whole cruise yeah, there and yeah. stuff. It's, it's yeah. really good. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, some animes are really good about that with their movies. Mm -hmm. um, everything, everything clicking together. Um, 
but yeah, yeah, just really a heavy track, you know, um, like, you know, like that episode in particular is one of the heavier episodes. And Another one where again, it feels like it could be I the end of the series. Died. Yeah. Like, like. <laughs> I, I literally thought that he had died and like every other episode was like, like a dream uh, or flashback or something. A dream on the way know? down from the, from the window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like at a yeah, occurrence like at that. Owl Creek Ridge or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, there was that one James Bond game. That was the premise for I think he's like falling and the whole game occurs while he's what? Falling. Wow, I've pl- I've not played this one. <laughs> Golden Eye. I didn't play it. I didn't play it either. But uh, yeah, that's that's how like they uh, they justify you playing through the different type, different bonds and oh, different different actors wow. and stuff. Yeah, it's like the Daniel Craig Bond gets shot and he's falling, and it's it's the scene from one of the new Bond movies. But yeah anyway that's so one of, funny. one of the weirder like reasons for a video game like premise or something um but uh yeah yeah this this is uh you know a very interesting track uh compared to the rest of the tracks and then um we get to digging my potato oh. next track Digging my potato. Who was on harmonica? Because you said that there was someone, there was someone else on a previous new track one. that had passed yeah. away. So this is Chris uh, Mikulek on harmonica. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, really so good. and then yeah, another yeah. one we mentioned. This I is thought like, it was the same. I always thought it was the same guy, but yeah. Um, but this is another guy that, breathing a lot more that features the harmonica, like in the episode, is you know. Uh, yeah. This totally. is that little kid. Oh, is this the one with the kid? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid that's not really a kid, right? I'm like dancing around really it, but yeah, kid? he's like older than he thought, than you think, because he was yeah. sort of affected by the gate explosion around Earth. Yes. And he became like almost immortal. I remember the... He's got like Benjamin Buttons or something. Like, he's just like, he just, he's more like a, know. not even Jack. He's just like a perma kid. He's like a baby Herman from uh, Roger <laughs> Perma Rabbit. kid. I like that. Perma kid. <laughs> He got hit with the permakid spell. (laughs) (laughs) And now he's just that. (laughs) He's a permakid, but he's really good at the harmonica. Yeah, right? That that's the thing. Like if you were permanently a kid, like time to practice. Well, I was gonna say you'd have time to practice and everyone would be instantly impressed with any level of expertise. That's true. Even if you weren't you could get okay at stuff. People were like, Wow, good job. Yeah, like literally, if you like were able to be a kid forever, forever, you could scam people that way. You know oh, what I mean? Totally. Yeah, yeah. Is Scam Goddess still going on? I don't know if that podcast is still going. I don't know. Maybe we should we should mention this to Scam Goddess. Um, but um, yeah, I like the I like the the digging my potato title with this track. Oh, you did, it it really it feels just very feels much it like feels a blues, like an old blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Like what else would it be called? You know what I mean? Digging my, my potato. Digging my potato. Dun, 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 dun. The age of I love that you can hear him breathe a little bit when he's playing the harmonica too. You can hear actually hear him in between a few of the well, notes. Well, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Everything's crisp. Um, and then um, 
yeah, uh, we got one more track for you guys. Um, and I'm assuming you guys are all going to be watching these episodes as we're talking about them. Oh, stopping, so by the starting. Time you're, yeah. Stopping, starting. Yeah, this is probably taking you a couple of weeks to listen to. But uh, you'll we be all your stick to it caught up with, with, uh, with all the episodes. Um, and then this next track we have for you is um, just a, just kind of a, a little little kind of outro thing, I guess, they threw on the album. This is uh, Memory. So I, I set that clip up like it wasn't that important. Um, this is actually a very important uh, uh, soundbite that comes on throughout the the series in various moments of introspection or memories. I do know. think it kind of right. book bookends the. You hear it in the first episode with the sort of Spike Julia flashback, and you definitely get it in the last episode, uh, last two episodes probably as well. Oh shit! It's, yeah. It's 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 usually that. when Spike is flashing back to Julia and and vicious yeah. and their sort of time in the syndicate. It's uh, it's really yeah. great for yeah. being just a little music box style tune. Yeah. It's really really powerful. Very heavy. I think yeah. that's what I think makes it stick uh, uh, as opposed to a lot of the other stuff. Like this is especially this version. It's just the music box. It's alone. It's it's like there's like. You know harmonica and spooky doki but eventually that's you know uh, uh met with something else and um i think most of the songs where you have like one for a little while it's still met with something else but this is just feels very on its own yeah and very, it is what it is it's very lonely uh kind of of memory type just, of thing you know memory yeah just a lo- like his spikes uh he's a lonely guy yeah i don't know he's a, he's a he's a funny quippy guy but also he's clearly had some you know traumatic stuff that he's he's carrying around with him you know but um yeah yeah uh, uh any yeah, any other beautiful. thoughts any other thoughts on the cowboy bebop soundtrack these these clips that we covered i think it's a very good soundtrack yeah like in general yeah. as a person who's very watched very little of this i was about to say are, are, are you would you down be interested in, in watching a cowboy I, bebop i would be yeah, actually yeah, yeah. i should i should do it for yeah. me and i should do it for trevor yeah, yeah. So good. Good, good i do we'll i'll, to, I'll we'll throw my name a, in the ring as well i would love if i am spreading the gospel and i i know it's always a tired thing of everyone's like you got to watch this you got to watch that this is 26 episodes it flies by they're 22 minutes with that's true with the intro and outro you know it's it's yeah. really yeah. a quick binge i want to say like 13 hours probably total so it's not bad um mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and you get not just all this great music and more there's so many more soundtracks and you know pieces that are throughout the other yeah. episodes but yeah yeah just a just a story that i feel like you know we said already i don't i just don't know if you could adapt it Netflix had you know had their episodes and stuff, but it, the actual yeah. these actual episodes and everything that involved with them is just so unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a story. The way that the story was told and just the way that everything was put together, it's a very unique anime in that sense. Um, there's not a whole lot like it. And um, yeah, again, like you know, there's there's uh, like Firefly was directly trying to be Cowboy Bebop, and you know had a few you know great great episodes in that kind of format 
but um yeah it's something that's often imitated but you know never quite uh gets to the the same you know uh, uh stylistic things like cowboy bebop does yeah um and uh yeah, yeah. Just uh, uh, again, if if you're if you're a younger listener and you like anime but you've never listened, you watch Cowboy Bebop. You definitely owe it to yourself to to watch the the granddaddy of American uh, anime. I guess the uh, the crossover yeah. uh, uh, point of anime. Um. So yeah, before we get out of here though, we'll uh, we're gonna go around the horn and uh, find out what everyone's been listening to lately and what they have to plug. Um, I'm gonna go right to the left and we'll end with you, Robert. Um, it's John, what you've been listening to lately? What you have to plug? Oh, I've been working a lot lately, so just yeah. you know, John uh, works dig- hard, man. Digging into, <laughs> I, I know it's becoming. <laughs> well, the industry is not a great. Not a great time. It's not a great time, and for anyone right in, now <laughs> in the service industry right now. Yeah, that's yeah. all I'm gonna say on that. That's fair. But that's I've fair. been I've been listening to a lot of '80s rock, '90s rock. You know, it's been on 101.5. Nice, nice. Uh, otherwise, I, I I I saw the Flash this weekend, and I yes. I recommend it. But you, I mean, you really can't go into it with as as it is. It's a fun jaunt, and it's a fun jaunt that ends, and it ends. Mm. It ends the the Zack Schneider the, the the Schneider era is the over. Schneiderverse. The Schneiderverse is over. <laughs> it's over and finally. It, it's, and I'll, I'll, it's done. I'll, the ending I'll is, is quite poetic to me. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't tell this no this. I won't. No I'll tell you. I'll tell you. They're I'll, gonna I'll, they're gonna be I'll all tell you in my when DMs. we have our smoke at the end. <laughs> that's per- yeah. That's um, that's that's me. Uh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Not much. What about you, Dave? What have you been listening to lately? What do you got to plug? Had a few bands on repeat the last uh, week or so. One would be Leatherface. Okay. Uh, sort of an English punk band. Um, yeah. Cake. Let's do a lot of cake again. Got to know yeah. cake. It's going through the discography. Oh, yeah, cake. Yeah. It's been a while. Like me a little cake. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I would say last week was very, very pup driven for me. I just again, mm. I got on mm-hmm. that. Going through like all the albums and just spinning, like yeah. starting from one, going back. I'm like, yeah, repeat. Started again. I almost did that the other day. I almost went on a pup binge, was, but then I just went through. Once you get on, like different you can't nostalgia get off. albums. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's about, about nice. it for me. Um, as far as me, I have been listening to uh, King Gizzard's uh, Petrodragonic uh, Petro Apocalypse, or dawn of the eternal night annihilation of planet earth and the dot 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 spotify doesn't have room for the full <laughs> title um and uh i've also been listening to um and i know i'm i know i'm just sounding like a fucking king gizzard shill but for real the murlocs calm your farm uh album really good like start to finish like Ambi is the Paul McCartney of King Gizzard, and I stand by that. And this album proves it. So definitely check that out. Um, and uh, yeah, I also just started through the Beatles discography today. I'm gonna just go through the whole thing. That's a again. cool band. I've just, heard about that band. That's a good one. Have you heard of the Beatles? Yeah, <laughs> once oh, or twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're they're pretty famous out and uh, out out over across the across the, across pond? the pond. Yeah, 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 yeah. The pond is where. Um, Enjoy your first run but, through um, that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, I thought it was finally time to, you know, to do what all the fuss is about. Yeah, yeah. 
It's four long hairs. <laughs> uh, what about you, though, uh, Robert? Uh, what have you been listening to lately, and uh, what do you have uh, to plug? What have I been listening to? You know what? I am really in love with the uh, Gardens of Gamora song from the Sloppy Boys. Uh, that's okay. A, okay. Single, a single they just put out uh, feels very different from some of the other stuff they've uh, had before. Um, yeah, and, yeah. It, and very much becomes a song about Tim Kalpakis and... Uh, how much, uh, you know, his, the female fans love him. Um, but it's really good. I recommend that one. Um, and then because of the weird, not even really adjacency to, um, the Doughboys just reviewed, uh, Lito's pizza in Washington, DC. So I've been listening to that. Yeah. Yeah. Lito shuffle L I D O from Boz Skaggs. Um, just the corny kind of Lito. Wow. That's a, Oh, you know, that's the, it's <laughs> yeah. a, it's a, it's a weird one, but I, I just yeah, dig it for throwback. some reason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm embarrassed that I sang a few bars. I, I apologize. Ble- bleep that out, <laughs> that was please. That awesome. Um, <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, and as far as plugs, um, you know, I, we mentioned already at the top, I worked for the Doughboys, a great podcast you can listen to, but more than that, you can, you can listen to and subscribe to uh, the flagrant ones on patreon.com slash the flagrant ones. Uh, yeah. Great stuff, the Hollywood Handbook uh, and the Fake One Show. And then if you subscribe, there's all sorts of uh, video tiers and extra shows and the pro version. And, yep, you know, uh, yep. there's a uh, the Formula Ones when the uh, when they the gang gets together for the for the F1 racing kind of podcast. Yeah. So uh, there's really a lot yeah. of good content. And um, I would. Yeah, I'd love if people followed the followed the the boys over there. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I am uh, a flagrant one. Um, you know, I, I contribute. Uh, I'm not on the video tier yet, uh, just because I, I don't know. I just I've been listening to their voices for so long. I, I understand, it and strange. I it's, it's um, weird to but, transition uh, to your I'd audio to, podcast to your video, but yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. really good stuff. I'm very much an audio person, um, but uh, I, I I do want to upgrade to the video tier though, just because I want to I want to help out the watch with your eyes closed. There we go. Oh, good. Thanks, Dave. That's actually a good idea. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can just, and it will be That's just like the, the, the last time. Imagine it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I have been seeing some of the clips, though, on, on YouTube and stuff, like when they, they've been putting out some clips. Like, I love the headgum, like, studio room thing they got going on. Setup, it's like, yeah. The studio's it's great. It's good. It's good. I'm pulling yeah. a lot of clips and trying to pass them, you know, pass them on to the boys. And um, yeah, yeah. But, but, and if, if you don't enjoy a clip, that was one that Kevin picked. And if you do enjoy it, that was one of the I picked. Okay, so, yeah, that's so you know. an easy way, easy way to 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 figure that Fair out. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I, thank Robert. you so much for having me. This was a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, and then I also, really appreciate I, it. And uh, what were you going to say, Robert? Oh, just that when you reached out, I was just uh, I was uh, you had a list of you know potential albums and things like that. I was shocked that no one had already covered this uh, Cowboy Bebop and. Uh, and like I said, I'm a, I yeah, became a fast right? fan. Yeah. I went back and listened. I'm going to, I, you, you found a new, you know, a new subscriber yourself. So. Oh, thanks man. Thank you. I, I Thank appreciate you. that. Yeah. Uh, well, I hope you enjoy, uh, you know, what we have out there, you know, and, um, yeah, we'll definitely have to have you back, uh, for something, uh, in the future. I'm going to also going to try to, to v- visit out, uh, out West at some point. I'm not oh. sure if I'll get up to Washington area, but. I would love to, you know, do a little little tour, meet some of the guests actually in person. You know, yeah, what I mean? drop me a line. Um, 
because <laughs> we've we've had mo- a lot of our guests have been post pandemic era. So you know, like you know, I haven't met a lot of you guys in person, but it'd be nice. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks again so much for being on, um, and uh, uh, thank you guys for listening to the podcast for another week. Uh, we will be back next time for a different album. I do not know. Different album, time. a different week. Different album, different week. Different concepts. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 The album concept hour is Brad LeBaris, Dave Gallagher, and John Aker. Special thanks to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard for the theme music. Join the discussion on our Discord. Tweet to us at Album Concept Pod, or for everything else, go to Linktree slash Flyover State Park. See you on Side B. This is Flyover State Park. You are clear to land.